You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast time on a Wednesday. They call it Hump Day for a reason. You can have your own reason, I suppose. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, this morning when I got in and I was uh, looking at Twitter, I like to catch up on, see what I, if there was any stories that I missed. Like, for example, the other morning when I came in, I looked, Meatloaf had passed away. Yes. So I like to take a look before we go on the oh, air. Like Monday, the Chiefs had won. Exactly, Jerry. <laughs> I come in, I go, who won this big game last night? Chiefs, so you got to look. <laughs> yes. So this morning when I looked, I saw Tom Izzo from our digital department. Post- not Michigan State. Not Michigan State. Tom Izzo, who does the digital videos for WFAN, he posted a video, which I couldn't tell what it was. It looked like somebody was doing surgery. Like, it would look like a, a camera on the end of a surgical yeah. thing going into somebody's body. And so I was like, what is this? He purchased a, an ear wax removal. Oh, he did? With the camera on the end of it. No kidding. And that thing that pulls the wax out? Well, it's it when you go in, it's like a little mini scraper. Yeah. And you but, but it has a camera on the end so you go into your ear canal and you could see it and scoop it out. Why would anybody want to see that? Well, as to why he posted it? No, no. First question. Why would anybody want to see it? No, I I think you I don't know why he would post it for someone to see it. But I know why you would need to see it cuz it goes down into your canal so you could see you look on your phone. And it shows you. As it shows you live as you're going in there. Wow. And then you scoop the wax out. I, as soon as I saw this, I purchased. I said, where did you get this? Well, what you is are it? a promotional whore. First of all, it was only $38. <laughs> to put and it, it comes with the camera. It comes with a camera that goes in, an HD 1080p camera that goes in your ear. I'm going to also use it to pick my nose. <laughs> I'm sure. You, you could go all the way up. Listen. Don't be putting it up your butt. <laughs> All right. That I'm not going to do. Oh, yeah. Like that hasn't crossed your mind No, I yet. would not. I don't like things in my butt. <laughs> I hope not. No. That I'm not doing. But I will put it up my nose, and I want to see how far up. Like, will I be able to – this is a serious question. Will I be able to see my brain? <laughs> <laughs> You're such a jackass. <laughs> you guys are completely effed up, honestly. <laughs> Holy crap. The, hey, real life, life real life problems. <laughs> but this is this will be his three PM adventure now on Tuesday because he's got nothing else to do. Right. I'm gonna be got digging earwax and and uh going up to my nose canal. You stick it in your eye? No, no, no. Because no, I mean, like they, it really close. Uh, yeah, probably. You know you will. Probably. I'll probably put it by my penis hole. <laughs> 
I was going to say that, but I went with butt instead. <laughs> you sicko. <laughs> I'm not going to put it in there. That seems very painful. Oh, but I'll you, I've around. had that done. You're right. That's what I mean. But it you was... had a, probably a much larger camera go in there. Uh, yes. It looked like a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was a bad scene. It was not great. Yeah. So, I see. Uh, it's funny you say that because I saw the other day, probably because it was a conversation somewhere, it started showing up on my social media, the, uh, the commercials for it. The corkscrew one that yeah. goes in and pulls out. Yeah, the that did wax. look cool. Does look neat. Yeah, but I was so shocked that this thing was only thirty eight dollars. It had all good reviews on Amazon. All right, and Izzo has one, so I was like, I'm getting. You know the beauty one. of that is, you can't you can't lend it to anybody. Right, you can't lend it to anybody. It's disgusting. But then, as soon as I started, I already made the purchase, and then I I started looking, doing a little research. Like you really shouldn't pull wax out of your ears unless it's like. On the outside of oh, your is that ear. true? Like, yeah, you supposed to have wax in your ear canals, I so guess. Why would they have? I don't that know. Thing? I'm not sure, but uh, I, I'm going to be exploring my body, Jerry, with oh this my God. mini camera. Here's here's the image for everybody. Yeah, Al nude in his condo across <laughs> the street from the ocean with this small little camera going into every opening in his body <laughs> and then tweeting it. <laughs> <laughs> they had pictures. They told, showed you where you could use the camera. It was your nose. It was in your mouth, like looking at your teeth. Wow. That kind of interesting. Down your throat. Uh, they didn't do that because they probably don't want to get in trouble if you choke on the camera. So is it like a rod that'll go down your throat if you did that? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm trying to be serious for a second. It or looks is it, like it, it or, looks. Or is no, it limp? <laughs> no, it's a. Uh, it's it's a it's a rod. It is <laughs> with a little hook on the end, with a rubbery hook on the end. Um, it almost looks like, you know, like the water so pick choke on the rod. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, like if the water picks that do your teeth. You, yeah, sure. It yeah, looks yeah. like that, but there's a mini cat. I mean, cameras have must've gotten so inexpensive. This is a 1080p video camera that goes in your ear or nose. And it's $35. Well, aren't there also cameras that you can swallow? Yes. That will go through your digestive tract. Yeah. And come out. Yes. And it will get a good look at everything going on through your body. Yeah. That seems kind of cool. That does seem cool. Also disgusting, but cool. Yeah. Like, who, whose job is that to fish it out of the waste? Uh, probably, I don't know. Might be your job. They no, might go bring job. back the camera washed off, please. Oh, it could be. And then yesterday, I had a, um, I had my own mini meltdown. Again? What yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah, exactly what you're saying. Again, like, I, I got weird, like, like... Like, um, I don't want to say I had a panic attack because I know people that do have panic attacks. And well, this we saw was, Greg have one last week. Yeah, well, he had, like, an anxiety attack. Okay. He didn't even have, like, the panic attacks are very severe for the right. most part. So I don't want to take away from people that actually have panic attacks. I would say it was more of an anxiety attack. Over what? So, <clears throat> I just had this. I think what happens is when we don't, I'm already working on a lack of sleep, right? Yeah. All of us. Yeah. You more than all of us with your This week's Rutgers. been bad. Yeah, yeah. it's been. I think I've totaled it up seven hours sleep so far this week. It's, it's insane. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I, I, I'm with you. I'm totally. And you know what's funny about that? Before you go on. Yeah. So I knew yesterday I had much, not much, but I had a couple of hours in the afternoon, and I'm thinking, all right, Sunday night I only slept for about two and a half hours because when that carbon monoxide thing went off, I could go oh, back right, to yeah. sleep. So two and a half hours Sunday, maybe mm, yeah, about two and a half hours actually. Yeah, nine thirty to it went off at twelve oh five or something like that. Then Monday night I had cornhole, and while I didn't stay for the whole thing, by the time I got home, took a shower, and went to sleep, 
it was, no, I didn't even shower. I showered at my brother's house before. But by the time I laid down and we get to sleep, it was after 10, up at 2.30. So let's call it four hours and 15 minutes. So now I'm at 6.45. And then last night, I had a Rutgers game that didn't start till 10 after 8. By the time I got home, went to bed, it was midnight, two and, and a half hours. And you're not napping at all during the day? I'm sorry. That's what I was trying to say. So yesterday, I knew last night was going to be late again. I'm like, all right. I knew I was waiting for two phone calls yesterday. I fall asleep for four minutes. First phone call comes in. And, and now I'm up. I'm wired. And that was for the appointment today for the furnace. Then I'm wired. I can't fall asleep. I start falling asleep again. And would you believe Home Advisor's calling me because they wanted to know how it went with the plumber that didn't show up the day before. Oh, is that right? And once I saw it, I couldn't wait to get on the phone. But it was like, I was up. So I slept for four minutes and then six minutes. That was my big my big nap yesterday. So those were nice long naps. Caught oh. you right up. Ter- just terrible. So anyways, yeah, again, no, that's, lack of sleep. That's terrible. So lack of sleep, I, I I know kicks into this, but I started having these this. All I felt like I do is walk my dog, like legitimately, like, and I'm controlling my life around the dog. The dog schedule. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the guilt of the dog being home by itself all day, right? Yeah. That's... So like, I come home, uh, and I'm hungry, so I eat walk the dog. Then I I would try to maybe take a nap, walk the dog, make dinner, walk the dog, take a shower, walk the dog. And I started to like have this anxiety of, I can't do this anymore. Like it was hitting me. Like I go, I cannot, this is your life, right? I can't do this for another 10 years, which is what I've signed up for. Yeah, which is why the cats are so much easier. It really is. I and, really should have listened. And to get people. a horribly bad rap. I'm sure there are many cats that are very standoffish, which you probably wouldn't mind. My um, dog's standoffish. Right. Our cats are lap cats. They follow us around. Once we sit down, they're on our lap. The other one brings the little uh, play mouse in her mouth and throws it at us because she <laughs> wants us to throw it and she wants to run around like a dog with a ball. Yeah. Um, and it's just so easy. And then Craig can go F himself with the whole pooping in the butter box. With <laughs> that the sounds way, convenient. With the way litter is, it's not that big a deal. It scoops up it cl- and it's gone. Right. And they don't go anywhere. They're just in your place. I know why you got the dog. I get it. But man. Yeah. I could have talked you into a cat. Y- you could have. You could have. You you've talked me into the cats. Yeah. I, I get it. I know it's tough. But then you start, like, I started going through all of these, these, uh, all of these thoughts were going through my mind where, where it's hard to complain about that when I don't have, like, that's not a real problem, right? So then you start getting into the, uh, I have it very easy. I don't have kids. I don't well, have true. a what. But, but it's still your life. But that was making me nuts. And, I had uh, Gina called as I was going through all this, and I was telling her I was going to disappear. I'm going to disappear. I need to disappear for a month, I told her. I said, I'm going to take a leave of absence from work for one month. I'm leaving my phone and my dog here, and I'm going somewhere for a month to hide. She goes, where are you going? I go, I might go hide in Arizona. Well, you're going to hide, so you're not going to tell her. Yeah, I can't tell you know, it's, and that was the feeling I had last, like last night before I went to bed, I had a feeling of I need to drop out of the world for a little while. Yeah, I understand. I mean, I've never, I, I don't think I've ever felt that way. Yeah, but I do have uh, a couple of, well, one, one in particular, 
who feels that way often. Yeah. Like that he's just taken on more than he can chew. Him and his wife, that's a struggle. The kids are all over the place. Again, they signed up for it. I mean, right. They decided right, to have right. three kids. But that's what I start thinking of people like this who have you, sure. multiple things. Well, yeah. But I think, again, your life is your life. And what's, you know, might be not important to other people is to you. So that comes down to people being judgmental pricks as opposed to not really caring <laughs> about what you're going through. And I joke around with you, but I yeah. do understand. The, you know, I live my life. I always look at it this way. This, to me, isn't a job. I've always said that. This, to me, is more of a six-and-a-half-hour commitment every day that I signed up for. I know I have to be here. Rutgers is not a job, but the lack of sleep and the time and the prep, it's tough, but I signed up for it, and it's fun at the end of the day. And even, you know, the, the cowboy stuff, stuff goes on the, every Thursday. I have an interview, and I got to do this, and I got to do that, and I know every Sunday that I'm committed to that, and I miss what's my problem isn't yours, what yours isn't mine, but I understand that that dog is on your calendar six times a day. Yeah. And you don't have a backyard, so it's not even like you could pass on a few of them and say, just go out, do your business, and come in. Can't do that. It's hard. It's like having a dog in Manhattan, unless the only way out of this, and to leave, A, go to Arizona for, I wouldn't say a month, a couple weeks, and check out and just detox. The only way out of this is to give your dog walker a little bit more money and have her do... Instead of, what does she do, one a morning? Maybe she does three a day. Not every day, but so you know on Tuesdays and Fridays, she's got the dog for the afternoon. Right. Like I was starting to fantasize, like, my in the summer I'm going to take a week and not go anywhere, just give the dog to the uh, to a a, a doggy daycare for a week. Yeah, sure. Let the dog go on vacation. Yeah. And that would be my vacation. Yeah, Absolutely. But I love, do love the dogs. I I couldn't. I would feel so horrible giving the dog up. You're like not I would, the dog up. I would feel like ter- a terrible human being. Yeah. Well, it's also a tough goodbye. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. Right. So that that's not. So the dog's not going anywhere. Right. So you need to come up with a situation where either the dog walker gets a little more involved and you spend a little bit more money, or you need that that week break maybe twice a year. Yeah, like Gina kept offering, I'll take her for the night. I go, I, I'm not, I can't do a, t- a temporary solution. That's a temporary solution. It doesn't do anything for me. That's why I said if you could hire the dog walker for, say, two days a week for more. Yeah. So that there's two days a week, you know, you're, I know this sounds funny, that your calendar's clear. Yeah. But the responsibility more so is clear. Right, because I didn't even, I guess I, you know, even with our weird hours, if you're not doing Rutgers and Cowboys and you're just doing this job, you do have the weekend to not that you would catch up on sleep because we're still up by five o'clock in the yeah. morning, but it's better than two o'clock in the morning. A hundred percent. And also your mind is free. Yeah. At nine o'clock on Friday night, I'm not like, God damn it, I gotta get up in five and a half hours. Right. But if I stay up till midnight and get up at five thirty, well, it's my choice to get up at five thirty. It was my choice to stay up. I wasn't stressing out about it. Right. You know, counting the minutes down on the clock. You know, it's different. It just is. Now, I don't do that. I'm usually asleep by 10 o'clock, and I'm up at 5.36. I get my eight hours during the weekend. But it's, um, yeah, it's it's something you got to think about. That's yeah. my that's my suggestion. Yeah. Which I think makes total sense. The dog walker. Yeah. The additional dog yes. walker. I really mean that. And, not, you, know, you know, another thing, too, is maybe you add the dog walker a couple of days to free up, and you give the dog to Gina once a week. It's like there's another day on the calendar you know. 
<laughs> peaceful. Right. And that could be a permanent solution for every Thursday night or every Monday night, whatever night sucks. Right. Every, every Sunday night she takes the dog. So you can start the week the right way. Right. Drop the dog off. It's Sunday morning. <laughs> drop, listen, I'll drop the dog off Friday and I'll pick the dog up <laughs> Monday. I'll just relax all weekend. <laughs> but I then kick myself like somebody tweeted to me a while. The very first time I complained about this, which has been now going on for a year and a half. And the guy's like, dude, you had it made. No wife, no kids. Yeah. You were home free. Yes. And you got a dog without a backyard. Are you an idiot? Well, that's the biggest thing is the, the lack of the yard. Yeah. Is really, and we had, I, again, I told Craig this the other day, until I got married, always had dogs growing up. And even my wife always had dogs growing up, but we both had backyards. And so we never walked the dogs. We would go out and play with the dogs, but the fenced in backyards go out. We have to walk them. Have yeah. To clean we, up after them. Right. Same with growing up. We had yeah. same thing. Dogs and the dogs, they even pick a part of the yard where they go to the bathroom. Yeah, sure. So they're not pooping all over yeah, the place that's right and you know maybe once every other day you go out and clean it but that's right. it right just make sure it's fed it's got somewhere to go to sleep and you're good to go yeah and i guess like we were talking about earlier i think during the warm-up show about the just this time of year oh it's just miserable combos up everything and piles on to everything else that we're dealing with that you whatever is your stress in life the freezing temperatures do you think the depression, I don't know the answer to this. I know yeah. the suicide rates are high in Seattle, and I get it because it's gray and it yeah. rains a lot. Are, do you believe the depression rates are lower in warmer, nicer weather climates? Because I would think on the surface that would be the case. It seems like it, especially so if too. we look at the other cities where they don't have that as being higher, like right. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because even here where it's it's really nice around here for six months. But the winters are... And, and also, whether it's global warming, whatever it is, the storms are harsher. The temperatures are colder. You know, everything's extreme now. Yeah. And it's just... I, I'm pretty good. I don't really go through depression or anything. Yeah. But I am... I really feel like at 47, I am beaten down by these winters. And then you throw in what happened with the house, with the heat. And it's like, and all I keep telling myself, like, if I lived in Florida, this wouldn't be the case. Who cares? AC goes out, buy some fans. Go buy a portable air conditioner. Now, you can say the same thing about a space heater. They freak me out, though. I just, I'm not going to space heater when I go to sleep. Yeah. And I know they're safe, but I, I'm just, I can't. So you turn it off at night. You wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and it's 52 degrees in the house. You know, your nipples cut glass because you're freezing. <laughs> I mean, it's just brutal. And it's just, and you start, like, I started this day this morning hating life. Not for anything my family did, not for Rutgers last night, not for my job, just because I took the covers off, was frozen, snot was freezing out of my nose from sleeping. It wasn't, but you get my point. I didn't even want to get changed, let alone get in the show. It was brutal. And then you go outside, and it takes four or five minutes for the car to warm up as you're driving. It's like, oh, like come on. <laughs> Right, and then on top of all of that for everybody God. is the COVID stuff. And we haven't slept. Right. And the COVID stuff. And the COVID stuff, whether you're... And then how divided people are... Oh, that's another thing. ...along political lines with COVID. So when you hear from either side, it makes you crazy. Yes. And adding to like... Argh. Yeah. But I did yesterday, and, and, and 
you know, because the day before was WFAN that was driving me crazy. Yes. So yesterday I unfollowed everything WFAN or sports radio related except for the people right on this show. Wow. You scrubbed your account as I, a fan. I took the fan uh, Twitter thing that off. I got rid of Evan, Sal, Marash, all these. Nothing personal. I just can't see the sports. I don't blame you. I understand. I can't, and it helped. I'm sure it does because you're not helped. hit over the head with it. Right. You know, with people's takes on crap. Yes. I, know, I, I don't need anybody's takes. I, I got you. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. I. It's funny because I thought about creating another account just as a news feed. Yeah, that's a good idea. And only using this real account that I have for, you know, promotional stuff. The calendar, try to raise money for charity, um, endorsements, whatever. But then it's like, I don't want to do that either because I see people like Shaquille O'Neal that do it. Why waste your time? Right. Why would anyone follow? There's no point. All he does is, you know, hey, check out Papa John's. Hey, get icy hot. I mean, it's all it is. <laughs> it's one after the other. Yeah. Make sure you get the general if you need insurance. It's really funny. Well, so, the other thing I was considering what you could do, you can make lists on Twitter. Okay. Right. I don't so, know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, let's say I made a uh, WFAN list and I put all the WFAN people on this list. I wouldn't see it in my main feed. And if I just wanted to see what was going on once a day with WFAN oh, social media, you'd do that. Or you do make an NFL one, or you... yeah, that's a good idea. So that's maybe not a terrible idea. No, not a terrible idea at all. Interesting. I could look into that. I yeah, definitely look into that. All right, Jerry. Let's was look this in... cathartic for you? It was good. It was. Let's look into the warm-up show. Will you be here tomorrow? I will be here tomorrow. Not you're not flying to. God, Arizona sounds so awesome. Right yeah. Now. God. Okay. All right. Well, I'll see you tomorrow then. All right. Arizona. That's what I was thinking. Like, where would I go hide for a for a month? I actually believe, I do believe this. I really think if two, if the four of us, I don't, Bob at this point works at home, so I'm not including him. Right. I actually believe if the four of us went to Boomer and said, we're ready to move to Arizona to do the show, we'd pick up and go. Yeah. I really do. Unfortunately, I don't know that I can do that. Eddie doesn't want to because he wants to go somewhere even worse than here. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's got kids. I don't know if he's going and there's right. no ocean nearby. I know you would go. Right. I think you would go. I would. I th I really think Boomer would. Let's go. And I think that he'd work longer. Yes. Yes, he would. I do think that. Right. Could get Boomer into his 70s because he'd have nothing but sunshine and golf and football. Oh, sounds so lovely. As long as he wasn't killed by a scorpion or something out there. Yes. Or a coyote. Well, he's lived out there already and gotten away with it. So Snakes. Exactly. Snakes right. out there. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We'll be back tomorrow. Is tomorrow Thursday? This is what I'm told. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, tomorrow's Thursday. We'll be doing the warm show uh, at 5 a.m. The huge. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices.
It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh my God, for a minute I thought we were going to 10 o'clock. What's up? Warm-up show, 5.02. We are that close to, well, nothing really. We're just getting started. The Eddie Scazzeri, what's up, man? How are you? We need to concentrate better. We all do, quite I didn't frankly, even know what be happened. Uh, well, the wrong button, but that's okay. It sounded really cool, and he makes it oh, seamless oh, 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 oh. as he goes right into the open. Oh, is that the Boomer and Geo open music well, yeah, that was but, starting? Yeah, well, you would know that because the guy said it's Boomer and Geo oh, on the fan and CBS <laughs> I didn't even notice. Yeah. So wow. Al Jackson Dukes, what's up, man? Wow. A lot of people ask me, what's that song that uh, Boomer and Geo took over? It's uh, Ozzy Osbourne, I Don't Want to Stop. Oh, is this true? Yeah, that was on a video game a number of years ago. I believe it was on one of the Madden video games. Hmm. Because the Boomer and Carton one was Jane's Addiction. Jane's Addiction. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Which I've actually heard in the rotation, I believe, here. Is that right? I think so. That's weird. That's got to come out. And then Chris Moore comes on. We've got to have that uh, stopped. Well, I think I, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure I've heard it before. Yeah, and then uh, the thing we use—that's from the Who's Tommy. Yeah, beep, 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 beep. a lot of people ask that. It sounds like a cartoon. That it does, does not very sound much like so. A, a rock song. And then, of course, means. Izzo puts out the cartoon versions of us around the campfire. Right. So, it, yeah, makes you think it, of a it, cartoon. Right, exactly. We're very cartoonish. Well, uh, Jerry, I see that uh, Sean Payton has uh, stepped down he from stepped the down. New Orleans Saints, um, and. and uh, Right when he was getting a TV show made about him or a movie, right? Isn't that the Kevin James uh, thing? They already, yeah, they already filmed it and did it, and now it's out. I now think. it's out. I think so. It's a movie but or the, it's a series. I, I don't know because I'm not interested in it. But I would tell what? you this: if I were the people that did the movie, yeah. or show, or yeah. doc, whatever it is, definitely not a documentary. I would scrap it, yeah, and I'd reshoot it now with Sean Payton yeah. playing himself. Yeah, hey, Sean, he's just available. Be yourself in this. <laughs> Yeah, so he has stepped down, and it does sounds like he's not interested in coaching. No, he'll be the coach of the Cowboys next year in 2023. Not this year, not this year coming, not in 2022. I think, see, I think this plays out perfectly for the Cowboys. Jerry Jones can give Mike McCarthy one last shot. If he screws it up, he's got Sean Payton waiting. Because Sean Payton just wants to take a year off. Well, yes and no. I mean, he was very honest, open and honest. That's his... I think I'd be pretty good at TV if you call. <laughs> right. No one's called yet, but if you call, I'd be very interested and pretty good at television. He should have wore something around his neck, a sign that said seeking employment. Yeah. Where do I send my resume? Do you think pretty Sean much. Payton has a resume? I don't think Sean Payton needs a resume. Do you think he has a LinkedIn account? No. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. Head coach, New Orleans Saints. I guess it's possible. 15 didn't, years. Um, didn't Nagy have a LinkedIn account? Matt Nagy? Yeah, and I think it said former NF. Yes, I'm almost certain he did. I'm going to check be that. The, you got to be in the mix on LinkedIn. I'm in it, but I don't even know what it is. I signed up for it. Ironically enough, you bring that up. Yeah. Yesterday, I got an email that said there were 46. People inv- want to connect with yeah, you. Yeah, something like that. And then there were 30-something searches for me last week. Yeah, people are like, looking for Jerry Recco. So I forgot I even had a LinkedIn account. So I signed in. Of course, the password was wrong, so I remember the last time I signed in. Redid the password. It says I joined LinkedIn in 2009. Yeah, probably. When 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 I first huh. got to FAN in 2007. And realized you hated sports, you were getting your resume out very quickly. No, I actually <laughs> thought LinkedIn back then was a way to to 
email people like uh, guests that I would want to have on the show. But makes sense. But, but it turns out it's really not. Yeah. That's really not what that's for. Hmm. But you got to get in LinkedIn, Jerry. I mean, I'm in it, but I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. I get all these requests for people to connect, and I only connect with other people in the business. I'm not. Uh, there's no reason for me to to be a LinkedIn connection with a of an accountant. I agree. You're absolutely right. You know right. what I mean, Jerry? Yes, 100%. Only big-time media people. That's me. All right, so here we go. I'm just seeing if this is correct. Matt Nagy. No, that's not him. Yeah, this is. I guess there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a bunch of Matt Nagy's that are on LinkedIn. There's a uh, Eddie Scazzeri LinkedIn, but he also has no profile picture or anything. Is it you, though? It's him oh, it, it says Grand Nagus or whatever <laughs> phrase he uses to describe <laughs> what he does here. I hear you. Uh, yeah. Then I'm connected to a Craig Carton LinkedIn. Okay. But Craig has told me he doesn't have a LinkedIn. But wow. this looks like a real... Does it? Yeah. Like it's not anyone being... Maybe he signed up in exactly. 2009 too and doesn't remember. Right. That's the problem. Very possible. We all get in on the ground floor with these things because you want to get your name and all that stuff. And now all of a sudden you don't know how to get into your LinkedIn. And then you forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. You got to connect here. You got to get a picture up there. You got to say, this uh-huh. is what you do at your LinkedIn. Co-host, warm-up show, WFAN, uh, five to six. That's what I do. And then people think I'm a talk show host if they if they look on LinkedIn for me. <laughs> they, think I'm a, they think I'm like a, a full-time you are a talk show morning host. man at WFAN. Well, you're not a morning man because well, we get off. I mean, technically, it's the morning, I'm but sorry, we, we get off at 6 o'clock. Right, but 5 a.m. is mornings. See, if we did 5 to 7, I would say mornings. You'd say mornings? I morning would, mayor. yeah. I, would, I think I would. I don't like this. Uh, I blame television for Sean Payton stepping down because all these guys could just feel like they're just, eh, I'll just go to TV. I don't. Easy you know peasy why? money. Because don't have to coach. He's going to coach again. Listening to him, he's going right. to coach again. Until cush year, mm. nothing to do, nice and easy, I, calm, I don't think so. Peaceful. Bill Parcells tried television. He did. And it's just for some guys, it's the rush of coaching. Sean yeah. Payton was in New Orleans for, what, 17 years? Is that it's a right? long time. Mm, it's a long time. And you know what? It ran its course. He's got no quarterback. And I think you see the writing on the wall. Let's see. Where do I go now? Well, e- this team stinks. Eli, Eli Apple says that um, the New Orleans is the filthiest city he's ever seen. Well, now so Sean maybe Payton that, can move. Maybe that's why Sean Payton wants out. Maybe. Although he has a big tie to that city. Him and Drew Brees from Katrina and everything right. they did around that city. So. I did see him say, you know, he did reach out to Drew Brees to be his quarterback. And uh, he said no, and he, and he says a good thing he didn't, because otherwise he'd probably still be having to stick around there. Yeah, well, it was interesting. He said he was thinking about this in training camp. He had one thinking foot it out would the be door. His, yes, thinking that well, might be his no last good. year. And as the year went on, it just – I think the grind of – I think we forget how hard it is when you don't have success. And they weren't a bad team. They were very average. They were, what, 9 and 8? Very average. But they average. weren't a threat to really win anything this year. And I think when you go through it and it's very – unfulfilling because there's no prize at the end, at least playoffs. I, they haven't won a Super Bowl in forever. They've won what one with him. Um, I think you miss the playoffs. You see nothing in the future, no prospects of a quarterback. It's probably like, you know what? It's enough. When it, when he was first stepping down, I bet you Giants fans are all like, let's because I already saw it on like Facebook and everything. Get him. Let's get John Payton. I think, He's not coaching. I think any team that has an opening would think, hmm, I wonder. I think you make the phone. I think any team you make the phone call. See, the reason why the Giants are an attractive thought is it's a realistic shot that you could trade for him because you've got two first round picks, not one, two. So you've got draft equity, as we like to call it these days, um, that a lot of other teams don't have. 
But you like if you're a Giant fan, I wouldn't even want him this year because he sounds like he's he needs a break. It seems yeah. like he needs a year off. You're right. You're probably right. But I will tell you this: if you made it, let's say you gave up a first round and a second round draft pick for Sean Payton, and you agreed to the deal, and he was you know he was into it, and you gave him ten million dollars a year, he'd be motivated quickly. I would think. I really do. Uh, it's a fresh new beginning. I do. Yeah, but these guys, he's got plenty of money. The money's not a motivator for these guys, I don't think. Like, if he's already got, if he had one foot out the door in training camp, he needs a year off. Maybe. I almost took a mental. I think he needs to get the hell out of there is what I think. I almost took a mental health day today. Why didn't you? I don't know. You should have. But that's what Sean Payton is telling you he needs, a mental health year. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think he needs a change of scenery. Yeah, change of scenery. I really do. So, and we'll that see. scenery will be television. I think it'll I be Dallas next year. I hope he doesn't take Boomer's job for a year. No, no, no. Boomer's good. Okay, well, where's this guy going? He's I don't gotta know. take somebody's spot. It's a good question. Although I did see that ESPN wants to pursue Al Michaels for Monday Night Football mm-hmm. because Amazon is pursuing like uh, Al Michaels. <laughs> Al Michaels yeah. for Thursday Night Football. Everyone wants. Everybody oldest, loves Al Michaels, the oldest guy in broadcasting. Hey, Pat Summerall did it until he was, I think, eighty. He did, and still sounded great. Yes, he did the uh, local CBS. I remember uh, watching Cowboy games on DirecTV at the end of his career. Oh, he was that he right? Was, yeah, he was doing a lot of Cowboy games on CBS. You know, for like the regional, you know, whatever the seventh broadcast team or whatever. It was. I understand that uh, Fox maybe ESPN chasing down Al Michaels. They like old people, but yeah. like Amazon should be trying something new. Yeah, well, what's old is new. Yeah, I guess like they go well if Amazon like they Amazon feels like if they get Al Michaels they'll be legitimate. Mm-hmm. You've got the NFL, you're legitimate. You're already legit. Right? I agree. You got me and Jerry. We go, you and I can go but on there. I and also do it. think they're looking for the best of the best and whatever his age is. He's it's kind of like I said yesterday. Sam Rosen has been doing Ranger games since I'm a kid, and he sounds as good as ever to me. His, his energy level, his excitement, his passion for the Rangers. If you're looking for the best, Al Michael still is. I get it. I mean, who else? I mean, you go I'm with Ian. Fresh. You could go with well. Who's fresh? Tell me. Who do you want? You want Noah Eagle? Yes. I want Noah Eagle. So yeah, I mean that's where fresh. we differ. If you're telling me I could get a young up and coming kid, or I could get the best at his field right now, I'm taking the best guy. I just am. Hmm. That's me. You're doing the so you're programming afternoon drive. Yeah. Right now. Are you taking the young up and coming twenty three year old for fresh or are you taking Craig? Taking Craig, but he's not seventy. But he's he's in his fifties, doing it a long time. I still got some years. I could still milk some Craig years, for a couple but, years. But you could have a kid that's twenty three that could be doing it for the next thirty years. If it was somebody that I knew could do it, like we know Noah Eagle can do it. Of course he can do it. Is he Al Michaels? Yes. No, he's not. Stop it. He's Al Michaels. Stop it. Come on. He's very good. I'm not saying he's not. He did he's not what? Al Michaels. What's the difference? The sound. I don't know. We talk about it. I mean, I don't know. Sure you do. You sat here last week telling me how much Buck and Aikman were better than Romo That's and true. Nance. It's I did the tell sound. you that. That's everything. Why, I did tell you that. It's why Madden and Summerall were so good. It was the chemistry between the two, and it just sounded big. The voices worked. You know what else I like? That Don Cricky. <laughs> he's good. He was good, yes. I don't think he does Paul it McGuire. anymore. I liked him. John Cricky. Bob Trumpy, he was awesome. Bob Trumpy, yes, he was good. Those were when NBC had the NFL, those guys were kick ass. A lot of good guys. 
Absolutely. Don Cricky and Bob Trumpy. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I want. If I'm AB, if I'm Amazon, I'm chasing down Bob Trumpy and Don Cricky. Are they alive? I don't know, Jerry. Right. Well, stop saying you're going to chase them down then. We should check. I uh, have an Ian and Trent Green. Where's Solomon Wilcox? Remember when I did games with him? <laughs> he's boring. Oh, <laughs> is he And Trent boring? Green is boring, too. You didn't like him either. No, he's fine. He's, he's fine. He's not exciting. Greg Olson, that's who you want. No, he's boring. <laughs> he's got, like, that's a guy that they went chasing down for. Yeah, number two team, him and Burkhart. I think we chased them down to do uh, talk shows here. We did for a while. And then they, they realized that they weren't going to pay him $5 million. Uh, was that what it was? I don't know that that's what it was. I think that's what it was, I Jerry. think Let something was going Don on from Cricky. his I think something was going on from his side, actually. Is that right? I, yeah. I don't oh, think, right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Don Cricky is 81. Let's get him here. Born in 1940, Jerry. <laughs> get him here. <laughs> Don Cricky and Bob Trumpy. Now, is Bob it's actually Cricky... Bob Trump. It wasn't Bob Trumpy. His nickname was Trumpy. Is that true? Yeah. Bob oh, Trump. I never heard that before. Oh no! This says you know what it, uh, it says Bob heard, Trumpy. You're right. Yeah, I've never heard that. But before. this one, this one thing, I'm, <laughs> this one thing I'm seeing here says uh, on the TV on the Chiron on the TV it says Bob Trumpy. <laughs> uh, let's see, Jerry. Bob Trumpy is 76. That's a perfect team. <laughs> but are they working anymore? <laughs> yes, they're working, Jerry. Get them out of mothballs. <laughs> of course, they're working. They're in the old age home, calling uh, shuffleboard Listen, games. Pete Carroll can be still coaching in yes. his seventies. Why can't these guys call games? Dud. Maybe they are still working. They're not. No, they're I'm not, not saying at the network level. You don't think they're doing anything? No. They're calling a dinner. Uh. <laughs> About their their wife delivering the dinner to the table. They're calling that. I did like there was a clip, speaking of what they're doing in their post-announcing career, there was a clip about Sean Payton that was basically like, this retirement thing, for the birds. He goes, all these television commercials make it look so glorious. It's not. Jerry, great news. Don Cricky lives in Essex Fells, New Jersey. Nice. I got to get him in here. Why don't you? That... That would be a guy that I would listen to. Don Cricky? Yes. Gio doesn't know John Did, Cricky. He, yes, he does. Of course he does. And you know who also does? Boomer. Boomer does, yeah. I bet you he's called a lot of games Boomer did. Don Cricky. Didn't Don Cricky do Notre Dame too for a while? I think he so. Did, right? Yeah, Jerry. Yeah. And I think recently, I think. I don't mean like last season. but On I think, Westwood, yeah. Yeah, like within the last five, ten years. Here's what it is, Jer- Jerry. I've got his Wikipedia page. Uh, uh, Don Cricky was the play-by-play voice of Notre Dame football on the Notre Dame IMG Sports Network from 2006 to 2018. All right, so just a few years ago. It's only ago. 2020. Right. 2022, Al. 22. Jesus, God. <laughs> so you got Bob Trump in 2020. <laughs> I mean, you're confusing the ex-president and where we are. Listen, the president of the United States thinks it's 2020. He's referenced it a couple times. All I right. can be confused as well. Uh, yes, you can. You are getting John up there in Creaky. age. Holy moly. All right, so there, Amazon. Go chase down Don Crickies in Essex Fells, New Jersey. And, and Bob and, Trumpy. And, and Bob Trumpy. It's enough with uh, Al Michaels. You've had enough. Or give me Don Cricky with Noah Eagle. Get the old people and the young people. You're not in. having two play-by-play guys. Oh. Here. Get out of here. Has <laughs> anybody chased that Ian? Ian Eagle? Yeah. No. That guy gets forgotten about. I don't understand. Well, maybe he's not forgotten about. Maybe he's made he's, a fortune. Right. Maybe because he's so well-liked that uh, CBS, they know he's not going Why anywhere. do you think Mike Breen doesn't do football? I don't know. Maybe he's not good. He's not Maybe he doesn't like it. He's Mike Breen. He's the voice of the NBA. I guess. Right. So he he can't cross over. Why? Only Marv can. You you realize Ian does the Nets, 
He does the NFL on Westwood oh. One. He does the NFL on CBS. He does college basketball on CBS. I'm pretty sure Mike could probably do football if he All wanted. Right, I suppose, Jerry. Unless he just wants time off. Yeah. Which, I mean, okay, I you, suppose. You can't give Sean Payton if you're TV. You can only give him a one-year deal. You say he's going to coach the Cowboys. I. That's what I that's think what will think. happen. Unless right. unless they win the Super Bowl next year. Like, Mike McCarthy needs a run. Mike McCarthy, in order to keep his job, has to win the Super Bowl. I think with that roster, now yeah. it'll be a little different next year, but I think with that roster, here's what he can't do. Vomit all over himself in the first first playoff game. <laughs> that he's not allowed to do. That you can't do. I would even say if he doesn't make the champion, maybe not the Super Bowl, if he doesn't make the NFC championship game, he's out. Right. I would. I Goodbye. really believe that, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you heard any of Jerry Jones on the fan Friday in no. Dallas. Uh-huh. He was, I mean, you talk about five days till after the game, he was still furious. Is that right? Yes. He was, was and he... I was upset that, not upset, but I like playing those clips, but he didn't go on until Friday. So we never really mad. got to them. He was angry. He was still stewing and Very didn't want to so. get on the air. Yeah. Super angry. Like, I think had they made it to the NFC Championship game and lost to the Packers, I think he probably would have been a lot more comfortable with the season. Losing at home one playoff game and out again did not sit well with him. So, and he's what? He's 80 years old. He wants to win again or 79 or whatever he is. What are the chances Don Cricky has this on right now in his home? In I don't know. I heard Scott Shannon listens to us every morning. So is that right? This is what I was told. DJ Scott Shannon? Yeah. Legend. Legendary Scott DJ. Scott Shannon. All right. That's good. So, why not Don Cricky? Older guys like to get up early. They do. Older guy loves love getting up early. What time you get up on Saturdays? Five? Four thirty. <laughs> me too. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm up by six. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Almost 20 after five. Just getting rolling. We got Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Uh, we're kicking it back old school. What do you say, like 2000? You know, the name of this song is actually... That, this is actually not the real song. The the real song has the, uh, the curse, curse words in it. Which is actually funny the first time I heard it. Yes. <laughs> hey, believe you. <laughs> there was a great... Uh, I, I think it was on an internet-only show, and then I think it was put on some TV channel, but uh, Daryl Hall... From Hall and Oates had a thing called uh, Daryl's House, yeah, where he's got this like house up in upstate New York mm-hmm. that's like I uh, think it's still on that show, some log cabin somewhere, yeah. and he's got studio and he brings people in, and he, uh, the, him and his band, play the some Hall and Oates songs and and some of their songs. That's cool. And CeeLo Green was on, and you can find this on YouTube, and they do Forget You, but they do the real version, and it's so funny to hear Daryl Hall. <laughs> saying that yes. as backup vocals. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah, it's great. So uh, check check that out on your internet. Jerry, uh, it looks like we're going to have some movement with the New York Giants head coaching situation. Everyone is saying Friday. Good. Today's Wednesday, yes? All right. Yeah, today, the last time I checked, today is Wednesday. But here's what doesn't seem fair. We're being told that Friday is the done deal. Yes, it'll happen probably at 11 a.m. 
and that uh, Brian Dable is the leader in I the guess. clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. They still have interviews all this week. Right, which makes me think if I'm – so Patrick Graham, I think, is interviewing Patrick today. Graham Brian Flores today. tomorrow. And uh, they, then I saw early this morning Leslie Frazier Friday. Here's what I would do if I was all three of them. I'd call up and play the CeeLo Green song. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I, I, w- I wouldn't like this. Me neither. I would not like that at all. I'd be like, you know what? I'm good. You, you already, from reports, say you've made your decision. Yes. I'm out. Right. I would. I wouldn't I wouldn't even go through with the interview. And then if I was one of these dudes like Leslie Frazier or Brian Flores, I'd be like, I, the Giants already made their decision. I'm right. not. It's going to be Brian Dable. I would just break the news. I'd be like, they told me it was Brian. Even if they well, didn't tell me. I, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, they told me it's Brian Dable. That I wouldn't do. Did you see the Antonio Brown thing in that, terms of the real sports? Uh, no, I did not. I'm aware it exists. But How about the fact his his lawyer said on real sports. With uh, Brian Gumbel? In, yes. In writing. Because Bob uh, Don Cricky wasn't available. Don Cricky. Um, they have in writing that the Bucks offered to pay Antonio Brown $200,000 to check himself into a mental health facility. I would love to be paid two hundred grand for that. I'd go right now, Jerry. Just go in and relax. No dog. No dog. Well, you're really struggling with the dog, aren't you? Yeah. I saw your one post yesterday about I don't know how you people do it with kids. It's enough. This dog walking is enough. It's enough. So yeah, well, I'm it's not enough. Take you got eight years ahead of you still. I got. I think I got more like ten years Maybe ahead you, of me. I, I hope you do. I hope you do. She's what four? She, well, she'll be six very shortly. Six. Yeah. Well, I guess in a couple months she'll be six. All right. Well, I hope you get ten more years out of that. Ten more you years. Do think about how cranky you'll be at sixty. Oh my god! When you've got to get up at three a.m. to go walk the dog, especially by sixty, I'll have incontinence. She'll have incontinence. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a mess in that house. It's going to smell like urine. You guys are one in the same. <laughs> it's going to just. You'll stink. be wearing the male depends right. And she'll just be going wherever, wherever whenever she right. has to. <laughs> we both might just be going all over the house. I'm telling you, you got to get the wee-wee pads out. For me or the dog? <laughs> well, you're going to wear one. I'll wear a wee-wee You'll pad. You'll wear one, yes. Yeah, definitely. you like, uh, who is it, Sarah Goosa that did those commercials? Yes, that depends, right? yes. Depends for men. I'm ready. <laughs> Less trips to the bathroom for me. We were talking about freeing. There is something cool about that thought when you get it multiple yeah. times a night. You know what? Just throw one of those on. You'll be fine. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Even at my age now, 52, yeah. when I uh, do a number one, when, when I... You, when you do a number one. Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to keep it... Uh, person. Keep it correct. Yes. I'm trying to keep it straight for the radio. Mm-hmm. When I do a number one and I'm... Shake it like a Polaroid picture and I'm done <laughs> and I walk away, I still feel... Wetness. It all hasn't released itself. Right. Yeah, I hear you. I still feel wetness in there. You're getting old. Right. That's what I mean. Like, I I'm, I'll give me a diaper pad now. You can sleep the night through. Yes. <laughs> it actually sounds lovely. At least give me like regular man underpants with uh, almost like a maxi pad in the front. It's called Depends for Men. No, I don't. I want my regular Mack Weldon underpants that so, I wear. And I want to so go buy maxi pads. A woman's maxi pad in the front. So put maxi pads right in the front <laughs> and be proud of yourself. The problem is I can shift. Although right. there's tape on it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, yeah, are you yeah. buying these for your wife? No, these are going <laughs> right in my underpants. You see a ring on the finger? <laughs> these are going right into my underpants. Boy, look right what's now. happening to us. You want uh, you want maxi pads, and I want to get Vi- Viagra for my brain. Right, that makes sense. <sighs> 
And I did see uh, <laughs> Byron Leftwich now is the, in the front running uh, for the Jaguars job. Well, that's we, what you said. We talked about that. Yeah. I like that idea. I guess. The problem is if you suck at it, yeah. you're thought differently. Right. I really think he's held in high regard, I, I think. Yes. As, you know, from his playing days. Now if you go there and he's got Trevor Lawrence, and if Trevor Lawrence doesn't become a big-time player under your watch, yeah. I'd rather him go coach somewhere else and then have the Jaguars be his second job. Yeah. Now he's, he's really learned it. He was Buck's offensive coordinator? Yeah. And so, then uh, Todd Bowles' defensive coordinator. So did he work uh, with uh, – was he there – you might not know this. Prior was, to Brady, yes. Yeah, he was yeah. there prior to Brady. Mm-hmm. That was, do you think it was easier working with Brady or Brady's a pain in the ass and it was harder working with Brady? I would think – I don't care who you are. Yeah. If Tom Brady walks in the building as your quarterback, unless you are – Troy Aikman, unless you're Brett Favre, someone that's had immense success and a gigantic ego, I think that's a really tough spot. Like Byron Bo- Leftwich was good. Byron Left Byron Leftwich was not a great quarterback. Didn't win anything. Because Boomer talks about Frank Reich when he got uh, Peyton Manning, right? And that everyone was like, "Oh, it's supposed to be so easy being Peyton Manning's I quarterback don't know coach." About that. And he said, "No, because yeah. that guy comes in. It's his way or the highway." You. Yeah. And he's he's a coach on the field. Right. Like Brady runs that operation. I think that's pretty obvious. So if you're Byron Leftwich, you're you know, you're calling the plays for sure, but I think it's really difficult to say you're his coach. Byron Leftwich was the quarterback that in college he got hurt, right? And the, his team was they put the team on his back. Wasn't that RG three? And they they ran him up the field with that on the Byron shoulders. Leftwich? On the shoulder really? what did he play for? Marshall? Look at me knowing college Look football. At you. Just for the record, too, Byron yeah. Leftwich, two years younger than Tom Brady. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Came and gone. But Brady must like him, or he would have said, get this Byron oh, Leftwich absolutely. out of here. Oh, for sure. Doesn't ah, mean they can't yeah. work well together, but I think it's a tough spot for yeah. him. No question. Not now, easy. Now you got, But you're right. You go to Jacksonville, and most likely they will always stink. They have a couple years where they'll hang in there for the playoff. Sure. You know, we'll get a wild card because their defense is super good. Uh, and then you're right. Then you're you're not in high regard. Right now you're high regard. Mm-hmm. So you want a high regard job. I think so. Very much so. And but, I think, what do you think? By mid middle of next week, all these things will be determined, yes. you think? We're going to know all things about the NFL by next week. I hope so. We're going to know where everybody is. Yeah, the week in between the, the championship game and the Super Bowl. Yes, that's where everyone's going to land. Landing. I'm gonna make. Uh, I have a chart at home, Jerry, with all of the all the teams. You have no such thing. All of the coordinators and, and the head coaches and the quarterbacks. Do you know if the Bengals win? Yeah, are plans changed? Like, is Boomer going to L.A.? I don't know. We have not. That has not been discussed. Hmm. Okay, because they don't want to jinx it. Really, I think Boomer making alternate plans for that week have really no bearing on what's going to happen Sunday. I mean, I could be wrong, but we I'm pretty know. sure Patrick Mahomes is not going to be thinking about Boomer making plans for L.A. You don't know that. I kind of do. Do you like the Bengals' chances at all? I don't, game? no. I think they're, <laughs> they're going to get blasted. You didn't even hesitate. No, and I picked them to win against Tennessee. I thought yeah. they'd go in there and win. And I know they beat the Chiefs in Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago. I think they're going to get leveled on You Sunday. think this is a blasted situation? I think this is a blowout game. Oof. I do. By halftime. I don't know. And I know Chase has been unbelievable and Burrow's been good. I, I know all that. I just, I think this is 
a step towards what they might be next year. I think this is a step in the – they've had great success. They've won two playoff games. They're in the AFC Championship game. I don't see it. I didn't like uh, that game with Tennessee, man. Their offensive line, not – you know, I'm, we always hear get offensive yeah. line talks here. They will look terrible. Terrible, absolutely. The only reason they – not the only reason. There's a lot of reasons why they won. The reason why they were able to win despite that was, A, their kicker is ridiculous, number one, and, B, Ryan Tannehill played terrible. Any competent quarterback on the other side, and the Bengals would have lost that game. That was so great. He threw a pick on the first pick. They're like, all was like, oh. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. They're probably going to give it to Derrick Henry on the first play. No. Interception. Ter- just terrible. He's just, I don't know. He's had success there for sure, but I don't, I'm not a believer. Are you? I'm not. I just can't believe like a team gets as far as the Bengals have with an offensive line where they're, they're just getting run off. Because all these people that call here be like, Giants offensive line. But I don't Giants. know. See, I and I don't. The Chiefs, too. Patrick but, Mahomes is constantly running all over the place. Yes, but I don't know that the Bengals have been that bad up front all year. Oh. Like, I think that was certainly an issue on Sunday. I'd have to look. I, I, I don't know think where they. Well, here's why. I had tweeted on Sunday. I thought I was being hilarious. I go, oh, uh, the, are the Bengals using the Giants offensive line? You idiot. If you would have watched. These Bengals games, they've been like this all year. Have they? Some people told me that their offensive line okay. stinks all year. Well, they got better players then. I don't know. I don't know what right. to tell you. Because it's working for them. They're in the AFC Championship game. I think it comes to an end this week. But I hope for Boomer's sake and for Bengals and yes. Bengal fans like Bob Dwyer. I really do. I hope they win. I'd like to see them actually in the Super Bowl. Me too. That would actually be pretty cool. And have like pretty cool. Jamar Chafe uh, have like, you know, Nine catches for 250 oh. yards. That'd be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. All right, we got to take a break. 537. Uh, we got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. Coming up next, Al's going to break down the whole thing. <laughs> no way. We'll be back on the fan. <laughs> All right, what do you say we do this? It's Wednesday. Nice to have you with us. We're halfway to the weekend. And we got snow coming on Saturday, so be ready. Go buy your bread and eggs. Al. Are you going to make uh, French toast? Uh, I'll be in Nebraska, so oh. I don't know about that. Mm. I mean, you can make French toast. I don't know. Well, you're walking the dog in the snow <laughs> and the wind whipping up off the ocean <laughs> I'm at not... 6 a.m. on Saturday. <laughs> I'm not dipping bread in eggs and frying it. That it's can't so be good. good. Oh, it's so good. That can't be good for you. you got to put cinnamon in it, though. And a little cinnamon, yes. of course, Jerry. It's tremendous. Uh, we were speaking of the Bengals before the break. Uh, did you know that their kicker, Evan McPherson, his jersey, Jerry, sold out, and you cannot get it? How many did they sell? I don't know. Could, oh. there's no, <laughs> when's the last time you saw a kicker's jersey in the, the store? Uh, Adam Vinatieri. Is that right? Yeah. There's no way the regular, like, Dick Sporting Goods in Bengals country had, like, uh, Evan McPherson jerseys. You know what? As maybe maybe not in the middle of the season, yeah. But perhaps as the year went on, and then maybe after I don't know. I if you think you can sell them, why you not get them? Yeah, why not? Or maybe people were going online and getting their own Evan McPherson jerseys. It's possible. You printing your own. I watched that guy has no, wears no shoulder pads. That's dangerous. He's got to have something. No, I I don't think he I wore don't think that's any legal. shoulder pads. Is that legal? Yeah, now? I was seeing him. Yeah, I go. That guy's not wearing shoulder pads. I don't know. So if about someone that. comes across and tries to block his kick and gives him a mm. karate chop on the on the solar plexus, he's in trouble. You might. I, you could be right. I don't know. I, I have no idea. All I know is he can kick. And then you had like Boomer when Boomer was playing. Boomer had the biggest shoulder pads I've ever seen. And threw it no problem. Yeah. 
Weird. Strong shoulders. There's another, uh, there was a defensive guy, forget who it is, um, currently playing, uh, who who barely wears shoulder pads. A defensive guy, like a linebacker. Hmm. How about that? How about that? So if you, l- l- lest you think you're getting an Evan McPherson jersey to wear this weekend, Jerry, you are not. you got no chance. Patrick Mahomes' um, fiance and mother of his child, Brittany Matthews, She's taking some heat for uh, spraying the uh, the crowd with champagne in Why? celebration. What's wrong with that? Well, I guess people. Some people were upset that they got sprayed with champagne, and yeah, and a lot of people supported her and said, you know, the 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 Chiefs just had a great win. She she celebrated. She sprayed champagne, but she came out and said something that I believe myself, Jerry. She said, "quote I just wish I could do what I want without getting attacked every week." Well, she can. Same I would here. say I would say spraying people with champagne. <laughs> You gotta provoke that. My guess would be, had she not sprayed people with champagne Sunday, no one would have bothered her. But this would have been a carefree week for her. <laughs> Pretty sure it would have been. So, not spraying people down with champagne, fine. Yeah. When you spray people down with champagne, you might get attacked on Twitter. Yeah, I would think so. She just wants to do whatever she wants. And you know what else she could do? Quit Twitter. You could quit Twitter. Not that hard. And then people can't attack you. On social media. Correct. Or if they do, you won't see it. Who would know? I mean, I guess you could Google your name. But then you're but looking for you, it. Correct. Then you're looking for trouble. Right. You're seeking it out. Right. So if you're being attacked on Twitter for spraying people with champagne or Instagram, get off it. Like, I legit think that, and I'm not saying there's any reason why anyone would, because quite frankly, he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But, like, Eddie does never have to, never has to worry about people yelling at him. No. On social media, I mean nope. that is a that is a luxury, and it, by his own doing, very smart, right? Very well done, right? He never like when's the last time Eddie was told you suck? I don't know. Maybe Boomer told him once, maybe, but it doesn't get it on social media. Not every day he doesn't mm-hmm. get told. I That's posted something point. about the Hall of Fame last night, and I was like, I'm ready for the. I was ready for an argument. It was before the Rutgers game. I'm like, let's let's battle. I did not. I, well, I had one. The, the comment I put out about, you know, amphetamines and steroids and the Hall of Fame, whatever, blah, blah. I could not believe, everyone agreed with me. You were looking, I'm and like, you were looking for an argument. I'm like, is this Twitter? Like, is this thing on? Wow. Like, what? I was stunned. So even, with, so when you typed that up and you hit send, you're like, bring it. I was bored. Right. I was at Rutgers. I already did my coach's interview. I had an hour to kill. I'm like, you know what? Let's, because that topic burns me a little bit. So I'm like, let's get into it a little. Nothing. What topic burns you in particular? Uh, just how the steroid guys are demonized, and it's okay how we just turn a blind eye to all the guys that you know use drugs for years and years and years, and they're okay. That's fine. Right, like cocaine, yeah, cocaine, amphetamines. What the hell? It's fine. Smoking cigarettes in no the dugout. No problem. That's good. But steroids, bad. Right. Bunch of hypocrites. So I put that out there. And you were like, and I got literally no resistance except for one schmuck who only like, one schmuck got rid of him. <laughs> and now the, there are certainly many people I've muted. Mm-hmm. They might be yelling at me, <laughs> but guess what? Unlike Patrick Mahomes' wife, I'm not looking for it, and I'm not unmuting people. So I saw nothing but positivity. All right, how about I, that? I heard Sal going at it with a couple of uh, oh, for sure, late night callers it's, about the steroids. Yeah, it's one of those, to- especially since they, we're not talking about Lou Gehrig anymore. You're talking about guys that recently played, that we watched. So it's a little more current than an old Pete Rose argument 
<laughs> so David Ortiz in, Bonds, Clemens, and Schilling out, and they've hit their 10-year mark, which means they can't get in now unless uh, somewhere They're, down the road uh, the— The Veterans Committee. The Veterans Committee puts yeah. them in. Yep. Otherwise, we've that's it for them. That's it. Thank you for playing. We'll see you. Uh, not even thank you for playing. Get out. Get out. Yes. Now, I did see that Kurt Schilling uh, did go on social media, and he congratulated David Ortiz. Nice. But he said— They were teammates, right? uh, Yeah. He said, uh, you know, he congratulated him, said, but he will not go to watch him get inducted. These are his quotes, Jerry. This is Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling's lost a couple of screws, so I could only imagine what he wrote. I don't go to that stuff. I played with the guy. I saw him naked in the shower. I don't need to go to his Fall Hall of Fame induction. Well, now, you saw Boomer naked in the yeah, uh, so locker not... room at Yankee Stadium, so will you go to the, his no. Bengals Ring of Honor next year? No, I'm going to use this exact, <laughs> exact same reasoning. I've seen him naked in the shower. I'm good. <laughs> so you will not be in for a trip to Cincinnati? I would be in for that. Well, I just asked you. You said no. no. I would be. Oh, okay. I'd definitely be into uh, going somewhere cool like and that. And then we do the show from the fan in Cincinnati yeah. the next day, or whatever station we have out there. I don't know if we have Cincinnati stations. None? I don't know. WLW is the big uh, talker out there. That's where the Reds are on, isn't it? And I don't think that's a, a We uh, have Odyssey to have a station channel. in Cincinnati. We have know, Jerry. to. Can we go to Kentucky then? Uh, if we don't have a station in Cincinnati, we don't have stations <laughs> in Kentucky. <laughs> that's probably, and we don't have one in Bloomington, Indiana either, and which none I had in to look Bloomington, up. Indiana. Which kind of hurts me next month, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, we we got to take a break. Uh, I mean, uh, you know the format uh, and the clock. Oh, uh, Quick break. That amazing story that Al was about to tell you, that's coming up in just a couple minutes. Don't go anywhere. Right now, we have an Odyssey Sports Minute. It's Amy Lawrence on AB. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. I got a little bit more time before the top. Lakers did beat the Nets last night. Islanders won again. Rutgers lost. What else? Jerry, many alert to listeners and Twitter followers sent me. It was a Michael Bennett wears the kicker's oh, okay. shoulder pads. Kicker shoulder pads. Right. Tight and end. He, or defensive. No, defensive that was Martellus fella. Bennett. Yeah, he right. says he wears them to make sure his technique is right. Okay. Because I guess if your technique is wrong and you're wearing kicker shoulder pads, you separate your shoulder. I suppose so. Then I see that, uh, the Rams are still in full-on panic mode about the selling their tickets to 49 Yeah, they're going to be overrun fans. by the Niner fans again. Yeah, and in fact, uh, Andrew Whitworth's wife mm-hmm. says, don't sell your tickets, I'll buy them. How many of them? I don't know. <laughs> is she going to buy 40,000 tickets? There's no way. Because the Niner fans legit had half that building, maybe yeah. even more, when they played there a couple of weeks ago. We said that Stafford was using a silent count in his own building. Yeah, well, you could just... WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.